And after I read that book, what impact me a lot is、uh, I don't have to pay them first, or even I don't need them at the first place, right?、Yeah. Why do you need an office if you do land investing, right? If, right. Why do you Why do you need an office to for for fancy purpose or for for your own? You know, you feel better, right? But、uh, right, you don't actually need it. If you're a real estate investor who's sick and tired of living deal to deal, then welcome home. Hear from everyday real estate investors just like you, and discover how they've completely transformed their business by taking a profit-first approach. This is the Profit First for REI podcast, where we believe revenue is vanity, profit is sanity. It's time to start making profit a habit in your business. So here's your host, David Richter. Ray John is in the studio today, and he has an incredible background coming from across the ocean to America 11 years ago, and telling his story basically from rags to riches of sleeping in his car to becoming a land flipper to then implementing profit first and making sure he's keeping a lot more of the money. And he goes through his whole journey. And I don't care where you are on your journey; I believe there's something that you can take from here. He gives you the hope that yes, you can make money and you can keep it. As well, too. No matter what your background is, he even mentions like, "Oh, I hope you can understand me." He spoke good English. He was making sure that no matter what, he was breaking through those barriers in your mindset. I am really excited about you to listen to this episode. Thank you so much for listening and get ready for it. Hey, we have the Ray Jean here. I'm really excited to have him here because I met him through a mutual connection,、uh, Tom Kroll, and he said that not only has Tom Kroll changed his life, but Profit First has changed Ray's life as well too. So you're going to get to know a little bit about Ray. So Ray, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me to come, David. Thank、yeah. you for coming. Well, thank you for reaching out as well too, because I on this podcast want to give people hope that they don't have to. You know, always be living in their rat race and all that. So I want to hear about your journey, your story, the what you put into like the little bio too was a little bit like, whoa, this is going from that to where you are now. I'd like you to kind of tell your story of like how'd you get into real estate, what are you doing now, and we'll talk about definitely the profit first journey as well. But we'll have to know just a little bit of that background to get into it. Yeah, definitely. So I came to the country about eleven、uh, years ago or ten years ago. I was starting to learn English.、Uh, you can understand me a little bit, I guess, right now. Yeah, very well. But if you don't, that's fine. I'll speak Chinese to you. So there you but, go.、Uh, <laughs> so I, I came to the country、uh, without nothing,、uh, basically about three thousand dollars in the pockets. My mom gave it to me. She thought I could use that three thousand. To fund the tuition for about four years, which is、uh, not going to happen, right? Right.、Um, and then, right from the beginning,、uh, you know, I was kind of homeless. But then,、um, I lived in the car for a couple months.、Uh, wow. I was listening to Tom Curl、uh, on his podcast,、uh, how he made deals in the real estate space. Uh, I was like, "Who is this bam bam guy all the time?" You know? <laughs> and I was laying on. I still remember the moment I was laying on the bench,、uh, listening to him. I got so inspired, and、uh, I start to do、uh, some deals myself, but not real estate.、Uh, I start to flip cars, you know, for、nice. for 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 living. I try to make a living, right? So, and、uh, got some money out of that, and then.、Um, I was always intrigued by real estate. I started to 
try to do all kinds of real estate, you name it, wholesaling, rentals. Uh, but I was by that time I was in Hawaii. I guess that's a good place to be homeless, right? Right. Uh, and uh, I started to do uh, apartments investing, but none of them, those really works um, until I find the niche I'm doing right now, which is land investing. Okay. So how long have you been doing land investing then? Uh, about four years right now. And so you went from basically being homeless, and you even mentioned sleeping on a bench or something like in your bio when you had put that into now where, how has that land business grown over the last four years? From the beginning, it was uh, a little bit hard because I paid a guy for about 70,000. Yes. Seven zero. Wow. And, uh, to have him teach me how to do land investing. But, uh, all he taught me was, uh, buy, uh, a land and then sell on terms which is you buy a land for like a, a thousand and they sell it for 7,000 on terms. Yeah. And every month I got 150 monthly cash flow, but it really didn't work out for me because uh, those buyers are hit and miss. And what I mean is they hit the button, is this available? And they're missing the next day. So mm. there's no nowhere to be found, right? Yeah. Um, so I really hate that because I want to do deals, right? I don't want to hit a miss. Uh, so I was like, is there a better way to do that? Maybe I could sell land to those guys who do terms, terms deals investor because they have to have deals, right? And uh, so that's exactly what I did. I mailed to the entire county, the, the same county the land terms guy wants. I only mailed to the guy who owned more than five land. More okay. Than five. And uh, I, I approached them like, hey, my name is Ray. I want to buy your land, everything. And uh, how much would you sell? If you're interested, just give me a call. So I had a kind of like a jackpot. And uh, this guy has more than 150 lots. Oh, wow. In the same area, all under his name. Uh, he's liquidating. And so I bought everything for a thousand each. Whoa. Um, and uh, I sold all everything to those terms guys within four months for 2500 each. Okay. Yeah. That's a so nice that's, little bump. Yeah. yeah, that's how I started the, the whole thing. I was like, you know, there's uh, demands for land and everything start, started there. Yeah. Until, until I met Tom Crow, if you... Yeah. Yeah. Then keep going. Just, I'd love to know this because I, I want, I, I want to know your backstory, and then I obviously I want to know where did profit first come into play here. But yeah, I'd love to keep hearing about your journey because it's very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the profit first really impacted me in a way that uh, I remember the first time Tom told me about that book. You know, he is very passionate. Yeah, you know his personality, right? And whenever he introduced something. He really want you to do it. So I bought that book, Profit First. And uh, that was really, really interesting because uh, whenever we do business, we try to earn money and then we give out our money first to the expenses like office yeah. or whatever. And after I read that book, what impacted me a lot is uh, I don't have to pay them first or even I don't need them at the first place, right? Yeah. Why do you need an office if you do land investing, right? You, right. Why do you Why do you need an office to for 
for fancy purpose or for for your own you know you feel better right but uh right you don't actually need it and if you need a if you just do it at your home you can use your home as a deduction too right and uh you don't need a fancy website uh you don't need a lot of stuff um you know that's how profit for really impact me so you pay yourself first instead of paying others first yeah um but after that um after the the huge deal i just hit you know i couldn't find another buyer has more than 150 lots so i have to keep finding them uh maybe some uh, good months and maybe i'll find three or four but it's not like consistent so i talked to tom i was like you know do you know anyone doing more than what I'm doing? So he introduced me a guy, and that guy introduced me a military, and that military absolutely changed the way I do business because he uh, only do flip land. Um, he does uh, 1.4 net profit, 1.4 million net profit in wow. two months. So I follow him like a puppy, like Tommy, I like to say, right? Um, that's what I did. I, I call him all the time. He was a military. I don't care. And then, um, you know, he taught me everything. That's how I, my business started to, to do another level from there. Okay. Yeah. So getting around the right people. So the guy from the military really helped you get to that next level in the land investing. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So then, okay, you heard about Private First from Tom. What year? So you've been in land investing for the last four years. Was this at the beginning that you heard about Private First or like the second, third, fourth year? Like when did you get introduced to that book from Tom? Uh, I first um, got introduced for uh, from the Private First. I forgot the author's name. Um, Ma- Mike. Yeah, Mike McAlwitz. Yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. It was uh, before, way before four years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, and then I read that book. So it kind of uh, impacted me already by then. And, Interesting. Uh, in, in a way that whenever I want to start a business, it yep. got to be a low cost first. You know, right. no logo, no, not like logo first. Not, <laughs> right. Not website first. It's low cost first. Revenue yep. in the first position. Yeah. Right. That's Man, all. you sound like Tom. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. So that, okay. So you already had that mindset. So when you first started your business, did you start it with the profit first system, like in the land business? Uh, not exactly, but uh, I okay. think 90% I would follow that that principles in the book. And uh, whenever revenue comes first, um, I will not spend it unless that spending can make me more money. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whenever I got a, a profit, I will not spend that to a new website. I will not spend it in a new logo. I will right. spend it in a way that it can double my money next. Right. That's how right. I, I, that's how I was trained, I guess. Okay. Well, that's good. Cause that's, I love the way that you were introduced to profit first and then you started that mindset. It sounds like you had the mindset going into it. Like, eh, first things first, revenue and like mm. not blowing all the money on everything inside the business that people can blow the money on. 
So then when you did start the business and you started to see those deals, maybe it was from that first batch of 150 properties. Were you thinking like, I need to pay myself something? Like, is that another, another thing as well too? Cause you had mentioned that, you know, like, were mm. you paying yourself from those very first deals or talk about that as well too? Right. So my business is kind of different than traditional business, right? Because, yeah. uh, it's kind of like a, a compound investing flipping, right? Yeah. So I, not, I didn't necessarily pay myself, but uh, I used that money as a initial investment for my next deal. Okay. So I don't take too much out of the business, but uh, I use that fund. You know, if there's a profit, let's say I close the deal today, I use that fund. I don't touch it. I put it in a, a account and, and uh, keep looking for more deals. And then, um, that deal comes, I'll use that as an investment for the next deal. And f- as far as marketing, you know, sometimes uh, in order to get the next deal, you have to market, right? You, either direct yeah. mail for me or some other thing for other business. I will think a way to generate that marketing money from other place. I'll never touch that money I got in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I would maybe I would go sell something or I buy and sell something to generate that marketing money because, you know, you never know what you can do, right? If you really push yourself. Right. Uh, use that as a marketing and uh, that's how it's kind of uh, like a, a snowball. Okay. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So then during that time, did you, if, were you using the business to pay any of the personal expenses or anything to make sure that you, like, how'd you eat during those first few months <laughs> or like during the first year of your business? Uh, I, I have my other business, so I use that business as, uh, a personal. Oh, okay. Business. What was the other, yeah. the other business? I, I, I flip cars. So, <laughs> oh, the flipping cars. So you still did yeah. that. Do you still do that today along with the land or is it just the land now? Uh, right now I have the land, I have the land coaching business. So, uh, the, the car is kind of on the side. Okay. Uh, not so much, but, uh, I used to be a full-time car dealer, so. I use, uh, that's, that's another thing I want to talk, uh, to people about the, the principle of the profit first, right? And, yeah. uh, and, and you don't go all in, you know, new business when you try to venture a new business. Meaning if you have a job, um, and then you, you see this next opportunity, either land, land flipping or real estate or whatever. And you don't go all in and quit your job on the day day one, but you use that as your your base, and you jump to the next base. And when the next uh, this side hustle exceed your first job as far as revenue, and then you can maybe quit the first one, yeah, and then try to scale your your second business. No, I like that a lot because it's like, yeah. especially if people have jobs, then it's, you know, it's okay. Where can we get to? That's where people always think, oh, I've got to have, I can't do profit first because I can't pay myself. I just started the business. That's like, it's the principles, you know, do some of the small baby steps. Can you start to pay yourself a little bit if you still have a W-2 job? It's like yeah. making sure that as you continue to grow, I love that. Love that advice. That's good stuff. So then, okay. So then you were land flipping and then you started land coaching. Was that a few years into the land journey and like after you had deals on your belt or like when did you start teaching other people the the land business 
about two months ago, uh, actually. Oh, yeah. And, so four years uh, into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can press, uh, I, right now I'm teaching students, uh, some of the students says it couldn't be that simple. I said, it's not simple. It is simple right now because I can press the four years of uh, experience into this course. Right. And uh, right now I teach the students. Uh, it's like a profit first, right? It's simple. Yes. But it's, it's simple to do and it's simple not to do it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. I get where you're coming from too, because it's like four years compressed into, you know, one course or whatever. And that's where it sounds like you've done a good job. If people are saying it can't be that simple, then you've made it simple enough where it's like, hey, here, take my school of hard knocks and transfer that into to speed and efficiency for you. But same thing with profit first. A lot of this is the bad habits we have with money. You know, before that. So I guess before you read Profit First, what was the relationship with money before then and after you read it? Did you already have some of those good principles in place and that just opened your eyes more? Or was it like, yeah, I had no idea what to do with money and this really opened my eyes to how to manage it in a business? Like, what would you say was your experience with money and your interaction with it before reading that book? Yeah, I think uh, you really need to understand your own personality. So for me, I'm a very extreme guy. So if I like someone, I would like love him to death. If I hate someone, <laughs> I would want to kill him, right? Okay. So, so <laughs> Remind me not to get on your bad side. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so the same thing with money. I mean, I'm an extremely frugal person. I can be. But then at the other side, if I want to spend money, I'll spend it all. So I know my, my, my personality, I would don't want to go to the, uh, the other side. And, uh, you know, even I, when I was a child, someone told me never gamble, right? Because for yeah. me, if I gamble, I'll lose it all, you know? So when you understand your personality, you know what kind of person you are. And, uh, and then for me, before I read the book, I was extremely frugal already. Yeah. And, uh, but after I read it, I know what to, I know what to spend money on mm. you know, and, uh, and, uh, what not to spend your money on. Um, but before I come to the country, uh, I, one of the reasons I was, I had no money because I spent it all, I, you know, whenever I saw something, uh, flashy, flashy, I'll, I'll buy it, you know, iPhone, whatever I had, yeah. iMac, you know, who needs yes. I, I stuff, right? But uh, I would buy them all before. So, so then what made you have that switch from, you know, buying everything to being more of the frugal type person? Was there a switch at some point in your life where you were like, eh, I shouldn't be buying the iMacs and, the, you know, like the new iPhone every single year as it comes out? Uh, what changed me was uh, I think I, I listened to, I, was, I think it was Robert Kiyosaki, and he ah. talked about uh, he wanted something uh he wanted a new car or something like a yeah. Ferrari. And then he didn't buy, he had the money to buy it right away, but he didn't yeah. buy it right away. What he did was he bought a house or apartment and used the cash flow to put as a down payment for the Ferrari. Right. So right now you got the asset and you also got the thing that you want. Uh, being frugal is not all about, you know, I will never spend a dime. Right. But right. of course you will have something you like, you know, maybe you like a uh, Apple stuff, right. Maybe yeah. you like uh, shooting or, 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 or hunting. Right. Yeah. So, but you know, when the money comes 
comes in, you use that to buy assets and use that cash flow to buy the things that you want. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's, that's great. It sounds like the books or podcasts or those types of people have made a big impact on you as a person going from, hey, spending everything to let's be frugal. Then sounds like when you read Profit First, it was more like, I need to spend money, but it has to be on the revenue producing activities and not not an office space or not the you know the things that mo the logo or the thing the website and things that people think they need in order to start a business so sounds like you had a lot of good good people in your life and and i get what you're saying too about the extreme personality i'm either all in or i'm all out how was that first this might be touchy but how was that first experience paying seventy thousand dollars to someone to teach you land investing. I mean, it sounded like you were at your frugal point of life and you were like, hey, that seems like a big sum of money at the beginning. Yeah. So a book uh, is not uh, bad spending. A book or, or a course or uh, uh, paying someone as a coach is yeah. the best money that you can spend mm. um, because you never know how much it will get you back. Uh, for example, um, when I was doing cars, um, I not only buy and sell, I rent cars too. Uh, how did I come to the idea to do rent, rental cars? Was I was listening to Grant Cardone, another um, people impact me quite a bit. And he talked about different kinds of stream of income. And uh, just take the business that you have right now and think about what else can you generate more revenue, you yeah. know, around this business you are doing. So I was like, what else can I do with the cars? I, I can drive it. I mean, I can still rent it, right? And then I start to do rentals. My first year uh-huh. to do rentals, I got an extra income of $130,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, that's an extra. Yeah. Right. And uh, how much I paid for the course? $99. Nice. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's the return? Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure even from the higher ticket points, it's still, you know, it's the, it's what you get out of it. Maybe this was the best thing or maybe it's not the best mm. thing or maybe there's some actions that you still use today or there's some methodology. Like you said, it's hard to pinpoint a lot of the times the return on investment because it stays with you during your life, especially if you're an action taker. You sound like an action taker. You sound like, hey, teach me something. Okay, I'm going to go and do it. You know, like that yeah. sounds like your personality. Would you say that's kind of been you hear something good and you try and implement it very quickly? Of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another actor actually taught me that. His name, you, you know that for sure. His name is Will Smith. Yeah. And uh, he said, if you and me get into the treadmill, you know, I'm going to die first, then I get out first. Yeah. Right. He will not get off the treadmill sooner than the other guy until he he's dead. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be that person. Right. If I got on something, I will stay on there for as long as I can. Yeah. And uh, as far as the 70,000 um, land investment, I first I first did. And uh, even though I didn't do exactly the thing he taught me, but uh, he led me into the field I did 150 deals within four months, and that could probably already net me about 200,000. So what's right. the return on that, right? So yeah. it's always worth it. And uh, you know, uh, you know, your book, Profit First, 
uh, in real estate, how, how much that this, does that cost? Right. right? Not yeah, too much. Take it education. But if you read it, yeah, yeah, well, it'll be beneficial for sure. Yeah. Oh, this has been good stuff. So I just have a few final questions here. Sounds like you you know, the profit first mindset and the whole system has made an impact. What would you give advice to someone who, you know, like who is in real estate and they want to implement profit first or want to have that mindset? What would some of the advice that you would give them to looking to adopt that system? Uh, I think the main thing is, uh, you think of a way to, uh, the, first of all, you got to be really focused, right? Yeah. Like uh, Tom used to say, laser focus on one yeah. thing, right? And, uh, when you are laser focus on one thing, uh, means you don't do wholesaling at the same time you want to do some rentals. So you, right. you focus on one niche and do whatever you can. And the second thing is to bring revenue first. Don't think about your logo. Don't think about how I can rent the office. Those are garbage. Or you can maybe you can get it later on, but not right. when you try to do it first, right? And uh, just try to do use your own power to get deals and use that deals uh, when it has profit. Don't spend it unless you know that money you want to spend will give you more money. Yeah, or or have more babies, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Want the money making the money. No, that's good. Cause I, I a hundred percent agree no matter where you are on the journey. It's like focus on that one thing and make sure that you have that system in place. Okay. Is there any way that our listeners can provide value back to you? Cause you provide a lot of value here today. So either the land coaching or connecting with you on social media or whatever it is that you're, you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you're interested in land uh, flipping, um, you can add me on Instagram. My Instagram is the uh, same name as here, virtual flip land. So one word, virtual flip land, easy. Virtual flip land. So that's how you could follow. You could follow Ray. And then from there, they can get and probably get in touch with you or something and, you know, go from there. But that's awesome. Ray, this has been an incredible uh, episode going from homeless to basically netting hundreds of thousands of dollars in the flipping business and the land flipping business, and then also being able to implement the profit first system. If you are listening to this right now and you're like Ray and you're like, I need to make sure I'm making the right things and prioritizing the right things in my business when it comes to expenses or when it comes to income or like you've lost your way or you don't know where the money's going, you can head over to simplecfo.com. We could see if we can help you at least jump on a call to see where you are right now and we can ping you to someone in our network network or see if we're the right fit. But we want to make sure that you know what you're making, what you're spending, and making sure you're keeping some of it at the end of the day. So thank you so much. Remember to make profit a habit in your business. And Ray, thank you so much for being on this episode today. Thank you, David. This episode of the Profit First for REI podcast is over, but there are plenty more where that came from. Are you ready to learn how David and his team can help implement the Profit First system in your business? Schedule a discovery call at simplecfo.com right now. We'll see you next time on the Profit First for REI podcast with David Richter.